0: Welcome to Therapy Wine and Jesus, the podcast. Ooh, Therapy Wine and Jesus, three things that I need to get through this thing called life, y'all. I am your host, Tiffany Winfield. Welcome if this is your first time listening, friend. If this is your second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, 18th time, welcome to you as well, friend. I'm happy to have you. Let's go ahead and get into my disclaimer that I typically forget. And I add in the middle of the podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and do it now. So listen, this is my interpretation, my revelation on what God has placed in my heart. I am nobody's Sunday school teacher. I'm nobody's praise and worship leader. I'm nobody's youth minister. I'm nobody's theologian. What I say in this podcast is what my interpretation of the scripture that I cover is what God has placed on my heart for what I'm going through in this season of life, and I just pray that I can that I can minister um, and touch someone else's life at the same time as well, because life be lifing, but at the same time, God be guiding. So let's go ahead and get into it for today. So, friend, you know I always start off with what wine am I sipping on for? the day. So today I went to um, Food Lion. My co-workers call it Food Kitty. I don't like the way that sounds, but <laughs> I went to Food Lion and y'all know I like my sweet wines. So I picked up a Riesling and the bottle itself captured my attention. It is called B-U like Buzz. <laughs> buzz buzz b b u um it is a riesling from california and this riesling is refreshing and smooth is is what it says on the on the label y'all um and it has flavors of juicy peach and wild honey with the perfect touch of sweetness and the alcohol um percentage is 11.5% um so let's go ahead and get into the review real quick on this Good old wine that I'm sipping on that's mellowing me out right now. Um, again, it's a good Riesling. It's been chilling at about, uh, 50 degrees Fahrenheit in my little wine fridge. And let's go ahead and take a sip. Friend, this wine is really smooth. I feel like a whole grown up when I'm drinking this. Like, y'all know, again, like I said, I like sweet wines and you would just be like, oh, this half only like Moscatos and, and Sangria. Yes, I do. But, I expand my palate at sometimes when I, when I can. So this Riesling makes me feel like a whole grown up, a whole 40 year old grown up with two kids, a whole house and a car. It's very smooth. I can taste the honey. Like the BU, the name fits the wine. It's really good. It's really smooth. It has that good balance of sweet yet Um, that flatness that wine has that dryness, I guess I should say a good balance of sweet and dry, um, which I think is what a Riesling kind of gives you. Um, but this hint of honey, I can really taste it is, is really good. So, um, again, it's called B U B E E Y O U. Um, it is a Riesling. I found it in food lion and I think it was like 11 or $12. So check it out when you get a chance. Okay, friends, so let's go ahead and get into a little bit of therapy in Jesus. So the Bestie and I, we have been talking about um, you know, just just wondering why God has not blessed us with the things that we have been praying for. And we came to the conclusion that God probably hasn't blessed us yet because we not we're not good stewards over the blessings that we already have. You know, have we even learned how to utilize the gifts and the talents that God has already put on our plates? Have we already stepped outside on faith and utilize those things that God has already blessed us with to his full potential? So it had me thinking, okay, you know what, God, maybe, maybe, you know, you, you trying to see, am I a good steward over the things that I have? Because in my life, in my season of life, I will literally look at what I have on my plate and then say, thank you, God. But then be like, oh, well, with me, I want more. I want more, but I'm not utilizing what I already have to not just uplift myself, but to uplift God. So are you making good use of what God has already blessed you with before you even sit here and complain about not getting the other blessings that you are praying for, whether that is a new job or financial overflow? Are you being a good steward over the money that God has already blessed you with? Are you being a good steward over that house that God has already blessed you with? I think by human nature, we fail to realize that as God is our heavenly father, he puts us through tests. And he just like a a real earthly father. And I say this in the last podcast, like, as an earthly father would do, he would step back and look be like, can you even handle what I've already given you? Like, look at you looking like Boo Boo the Fool. You fumbling all the stuff that you already have. How do you expect me to bless you with somebody else if you can't even finish or take care of what you have right now? So, y'all, I was led to Matthew chapter 25 verses 14 through about um, 33 or 34. And I feel like Matthew chapter 25 is multiple podcasts in itself. In itself, um, I'm going to go ahead and just start with these verses right now. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm just going to give you a synopsis of what I've read and how it um, resonates with me. So, Matthew um, chapter 25 verses 14 14 through like 33 or 34. it's basically a a parable um, or illustration of a master who gives his gives three of his servants bags of gold he gives one servant five bags another servant two bags of gold and another servant one bag of gold and he's given this gold out and this is from the new um the NIV version So he's given this gold out based on the talents of each servant. So when you think about it in a godly perspective, God is handing out gold. God is handing out purpose. God is handing out blessings. God is handing handing out talents based on the skills and abilities of each of us. He's given us different blessings at different times and we get so caught up in looking at what our neighbor has, but our neighbor has different skills and abilities than we have. So we got to keep that in mind when we are looking at how others are getting blessed. We got to remember that their blessing is specific to what skills and talents and abilities that they may have. So I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on going. But um to kind of summarize this section of this chapter, um the the servant who he gave five bags of gold basically I think he doubled the gold, right? This servant went out and said, Oh bet, I got this. Let me re-up, let me let me go ahead and double this money for my servant. The I mean excuse me, for my master. So when the master comes back from his trip and the servant that had five bags of gold, he told his master, yo, I double this. The master was like, yes, my, yes, y'all know what I want to say. Yes, my good and faithful servant, you have been faithful in handling this small amount. Now I will give you more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Party, party, party. Let's all get wasted. (laughs) He said the master said, "Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling what I gave you. I gave you these 5 bags and you went out on the street and you doubled it. Yo, you you did uh, you did exceedingly and abundantly well. So I'm going to give you more blessings. I'm going to let you go go out and now now that you can now that I know that you can double it, I'm going to let you triple it." So let's, let's go ahead and keep going through the scripture. So the servant who he gave, um, two bags to, I think, let me, let me read my scripture real quick. Hold on. Okay. So the servant that he gave two bags to, he also went out and, um, doubled it as well. And the master said the same thing to him. Well done that good and faithful servant. You have been basically, you've been a master over this little bit. Let me give you more and let me see what you can do with this. And they all party, party, party. Let's all get wasted. So bet the master was like, all right. So two out of my three servants, they then went out on the street and they done doubled the money that I gave them. All right, let's see what this last servant did. Now, this last servant, the master only gave him one bag, one bag of gold. And remember that the master gave out these bags of gold, and we're going to look at them as blessings based on the skills, abilities, and talents of the servants because the master knows his servants. Just like God knows us, the master knows his servants. So the master gave this last servant one bag of gold. Y'all know what this fool did. This fool went out and basically just took the bag of gold and planted it in the ground. This servant basically is making up every excuse in the book as to why he didn't go out and try to use this blessing for good. He tries to explain to the master why he decided to go out and plant the bag of gold in the ground. The servant, excuse me, the master basically basically looks at him and like, is you stupid? Like, really, dude? Really? Is you stupid? He said you could at least put my money in the bank to get interest. You wouldn't even do that. You just sat there and looked like a fool in the face and buried my money in the ground. You could at least did one little thing, which was put it in the bank and let it get interest. How hard is that? So the master then tells the ser- the servant that he wants to throw him into the outer darkness where there would be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So I was like, what does this mean? I know what weeping mean, but what's the, what does the gnashing of teeth mean? So gnashing of teeth basically is the equivalent of teeth grinding. So if you think about it, when you get stressed out, what do you do? You carry a lot of tension in your face. And for me, I find myself clenching my jaws together and at night, a lot of people grind their teeth and that's because of stress. That is unconscious stress. So we are, we are unconsciously binding ourselves to a um, pit of darkness where we are gnashing and grinding our teeth because we're sitting over here stressed out because God has not blessed us with the things that we have prayed for. But he has not blessed us because we can't even prove to him that we can be good and faithful stewards over what he has already blessed us with. So we just out here acting like a whole fool, acting like this one servant who went outside and dug a hole and buried gold in the ground. But now he is being sentenced to darkness and gnashing of teeth. We are sentencing ourselves to darkness and gnashing of our teeth because we can't be good stewards over what God has already blessed us with. So let's go ahead and put it in a different perspective. Because when I read over this and I thought about this and prayed over this, I thought about a different perspective of how to explain this to y'all. So I'm sure many of y'all grew up in a black household like I did. And I don't even think you have to be black for this. Where you had to eat everything that was on your plate because why, there was children in Africa that were starving and you had to eat everything on your plate. I want you to think about your blessings like you have a plate, okay? And God has put your blessings on your plate. And God, your heavenly father, equivalent to your earthly father, Father, who is telling you to eat what's on your plate first, before you can get up, go outside to play, before you can ask for seconds. God wants you to eat what's on your plate first, the longer you sit at a table and play with your food, AKA your blessings, and act like you're not going to eat it, AKA not like, act like you're not going to utilize your blessing, it's going to take longer for you to get seconds. AKA it's going to take longer for you to get your next blessing. Because you can't even eat what's on your plate right now. You sitting here playing with it, with a fork, looking at it like it got five eyes. Eat what's on your plate first before God blesses you with seconds. Just like that third servant that had one bag of gold. We see other people sitting at the table with us. We see people sitting at the same table with us. They're eating, they're eating, aka they're, okay, they're getting blessings, right? They're going to get seconds. We see them getting seconds. We saw this the servants who doubled their goal. We saw the master give them a second chance to go out and triple quadruple their blessings. But we get jealous because we sitting here and we don't even know how to eat what's on our plate right here. And right now, the people that are sitting at our table are getting blessings because they know how to use the gifts and the talents that God has already given them. And remember, if we go back to the scripture, I don't know exactly which scripture it was the number, But the master gave each servant a blessing based off of their talents. God believes in you and he believes in your talents and he's given you as your heavenly father, he knows you. And he is giving you what he knows that you can handle on your plate right now. You need to sit there and eat what's on your plate. We have to master our blessings that's on our plate. First, your level of mastery depends on God's assignment over your life. You haven't mastered anything yet until God gives you the black belt, (laughs) the black belt of mastery. And then he can say, well done, thy good and faithful servant on to the next assignment, a.k.a. on to the next blessing. You can't get your next blessing until you've eaten what's on your plate, until you utilize the blessings that you have right in front of you to the best of your ability so that God can say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Let's party, party, party. Let's all get wasted. As I went back to read through this scripture um, Matthew 25, verse 18. And now y'all gonna laugh at me, but let me read this to you. Again, this is the NIV study Bible version. But the servant who received the one bag of gold dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money for safekeeping. Y'all know what that reminded me of? That reminded me of my favorite movie, Friday. Y'all remember when Friday, on Friday where Red, Craig and Smokey was sitting on the porch and they could hear Debo coming up. Cause you hit, I know y'all hear that bike. I wish I could, I wish I could drop that, that audio in here right now. You hear that squeaky bike coming up the street and Smokey, Red and Craig, they know that Debo about to come up there and try to shake them down for what they got. AKA Debo is the enemy. I'm using AKA a lot, but we're going to, we're going to roll with it. Debo is the enemy and, and, and Red and Craig and Smokey, they got their blessings that they got to hide. Well, we know, you know, metaphorically, I'm using this as blessings. Smokey got, Smokey and Craig got their their green. Y'all know what the green is. They got that, that smoke with them. And then Red, and they got their money, right? And they got their money too. Red got his chain. So these are their blessings that they have, right? But are they good stewards over their blessings? Craig and Smokey, they the smart ones. They know what they need to do. They hide their stash, as they should. But Red, the dumb dumb out the group, Red told me, "I'm just gonna tuck my in." Red is equivalent to that that servant who had the one bag of gold and don't know what to do with it. You just gonna tuck it in like Debo can't see that chain sticking out on your neck, boy. Bye, friend. Don't act like Red. And act like you're going to sit here and don't know how to protect your blessings. Craig, (laughs) I can't believe I'm using this metaphor, but Craig and Smokey knew the enemy and they knew how to protect their blessings. We know how we need to learn how to protect our blessings and to utilize them so that the enemy does not get in our head. The enemy, Debo, got in red's head and snatched his whole chain from him my grandma gave me that chain chain gone blessings gone red had to wait until the end of the movie to get his chain back we don't want to be like red we don't want to sit here days later or hours later because the movie took place on a Friday. But y'all know what I mean. We don't want to have to sit here and start all over and try to get our blessings back because the devil done stole them from us. Are you being a good steward over your blessings or you just letting Debo come up to you and snatch your chain from you? Listen, y'all, this podcast is going on a little longer than I wanted, But God wants us to be good stewards over every blessing, over every aspect of our life. He wants us to meet him in every stage of our life. God's putting stuff on your plate right now. And he wants to see if you're going to consume what's on your plate in the here and now and how you're going to be a steward over that before he blesses you with something else. God is just sitting back watching you just like that heavenly father he is watching over you to see how you utilize the blessings in the moment. We always, we're always, we always going to call on God when we need him. And God's going to always provide for us. But he's not going to provide for us until he can be reassured that we can take care of what he's already placed on our plate. Friend, are you going to be like the first two servants that went out and double their blessings? Because God saw them. God even saw what's in servant number three. And he's given you your blessing based on your talent. But are you misusing it? Are you eating what's already on your plate? Or are you just playing with your food? Because there's starving kids over here in Africa that's ready to eat. There's people out here hungry for blessings. And God is giving them to them. God's putting the blessings on their plate because they've already proved That they are good and faithful servants over what God has already abundantly and exceedingly well prepared for them on their plate. Are you going to eat what's on your plate, friend? Ooh, friend. I got to take a sip of this wine. (laughs) How am I going to sip on wine while I'm talking about blessings in the Bible? But that's me. It's my podcast and this is how I get through life. Taking a sip. Because this is good to me. All right, friend, I think that's all I got to say for tonight or today or this morning. Whenever you listen to this podcast, look at your plate. See what you have on your plate. See how you're going to get this down. See how you're going to utilize the blessings that are already on your plate. Show God that you are ready for your seconds. Show God that he can put more on your plate. Don't sit there and just pick at your food because you got these lima beans that you don't like. You got this, these turnip greens that taste sour, put some sprinkle, sprinkle on it, some razzle dazzle. God gave this to you for a reason because he knows your skills and talents and abilities. Once you prove to him that you can handle what's on your plate, he is going to bless you. He's going to bless you tenfold, double fold, just like those serpents were blessed, double God's going to give you more blessings once you prove to him that you can handle what's on your plate. All right, friend. I just got to say it one more time. There's kids in Africa starving. <laughs> Eat what's on your plate first before you go asking for seconds. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoy recording. I got real passionate about this. As I always like to end my podcasts. Make sure you do your 24-7 self-care. What is that? That's doing something every day, 30 minutes for yourself. Make sure you follow me on social media at T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-S-H-I-R-V as in Victor O-N. Love you, friend. Mwah.